welcome to Blue Notes On Air. Join us as we chat with experts, analysts and commentators from the Asian region about business, culture and economics. There's a huge impact for the business because speaking for myself, I'm happier. I feel like I'm giving back to the community that my job isn't just about helping the business close more sales or you know building better software. It's actually making a change in the world. Today, Karina Paracella chats to Salesforce Senior Director of Solutions, Paul Baptist, about philanthropy, community, and the business of business. We hope you enjoyed the discussion. Paul, thanks for talking to us on Blue Notes. Yeah, you're welcome. So, Salesforce has been recognised as one of the most innovative companies in the world, but you're also a serious leader when it comes to building social impact, creating social impact around the world. Can you tell us a bit about the Salesforce 111 model? Yeah, sure. I like the fact that you call us a leader. I think the most important thing is the fact that, you know, I think we don't want to necessarily be a leader. We want everyone to be with us side by side as we do this. Let me tell you a little bit about 111. 111 basically stands for 1% of our equity, 1% of our time, and 1% of our software is given to non-profit organizations. Now, um, our CEO, Mark Benioff, tells this amazing story that he started 111 when they started the company. And it was easy because there was no software, there was no money, and there was no people. So, you know, but the good thing is now we're, you know, a multi-billion dollar business. We've got 30,000 employees and we've got over 20,000 not-profits using our software. So it's actually got a massive impact now. Wow. Yeah. And you're personally doing a lot of work in an area that's very close to our heart at ANZ and that's housing. Tell us about what you do in Cambodia. Uh, yeah, so uh, by the way, thank you ANZ for actually having ATMs in Cambodia. I actually use those oh, ATMs in Cambodia, which is fantastic. And they work. Fantastic. And, they work <laughs> and they work fantastically <laughs> enough. Uh, so, so yes, so I, I so at Salesforce, we're all encouraged to participate in some sort of uh, giving back uh, activities. And so I was invited one year at lunchtime. We had a session where it says like, you know, come build a house in Cambodia. Wow. And of course, me being me, I tend to run late. So I happened to run into this meeting and they went, Paul's an engineer. He can be in charge of this thing. And I was like, whoa, hang on. Like, I'm not that kind of engineer. But they put me in charge of this program that says, you know, Go, go to Cambodia and build a house. Um, and it was an incredible experience. We were there for, four, uh, we were there for a week. And so we turned up and uh, the whole purpose was the, the not-for-profit that we worked with would go and identify people within the community that were living in sub, you know, almost subhumane standards. And uh, we would tear down their old house and build them a new one, which mm. you know sounds pretty nice. But until you actually got there, and uh, we, the first time I went to Cambodia, which was in 2012, we actually went and met a lady. She was a widow with five children. Mm. And they were, I think the eldest was about eight years old. And she lived, she and her little family lived in a space um, that was probably about three by two meters and it was thatch roofing and the only sort of, and it was uh, mud floors. And so every time it rained, it would flood. Mm. Now, so, so we decided this is gonna be amazing. We're gonna build this incredible house. So we tore her house down. It wow. took us less than 10 minutes to tear this house down. That's how, that, that's how easy it was to do. Now, the good news story is that, you know, we, we then decided we built a house for her in, in the next three days and she moved in. Um, what's an even better story is a year later, we went back and we saw her. And, um, and this time around, they were living in this house that we'd built. Uh, they'd, they'd done some additions. There were like some, uh, some additional like, you know, uh, fittings and so on, but there was also a TV. Wow. Now, first, in, first instinct to me was, 
they have a TV. Surely, they, you know, they must be they must be rich now. But but then, so so while it was the kind of negative thing at the start, TV is a luxury item, which mm. basically means that their life has improved so much that they can afford a luxury item, and that was actually really really cool. And of course, the the best part yet is you know we had that first year we had uh, they were, we only had sixteen people on it, uh, eight from uh, Australia, New Zealand, and eight from Asia. And we thought, you know, surely we can do better. So the next year we had two trips. The year after that we had four. The year after that we had ten. And just this past year we had we built 19 houses, and wow. over 200 people from Salesforce or part of our families and friends actually went to Cambodia and wow. did that. Yeah. So That's an incredible amazing. story. That's yeah. incredible. Congratulations. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. But That's um, wonderful. Yeah. It, it's, it's been it's been amazing. Amazing experience. And I think what's most inspiring is that big businesses like Salesforce are realising, they're seeing and acknowledging that social impact and creating this movement in the community is actually good for business. Yeah. Uh, so what's the impact on you as an employee? Like, What's the culture like um, as a result of the work that you've done in Cambodia and all the other work that, that you do with Salesforce? Yeah, I think, I think one of the things is, and, and, and you know, I, I kind of look at this sometimes sceptically a little bit, it's like, you know, what's in it for the business? Mm. And actually there's a huge impact for the business because Speaking for myself, I'm happier. I feel like I'm giving back to the community. That my job isn't just about you know um, helping the business close more sales or you know building better software. It's actually making a change in the world. In fact, again, our, our CEO is a massive philanthropist, and he actually his quote is that the business of business is improving the state of the world. And I think the fact that it starts with him and trickles down to us is actually pretty incredible. Mm. Um, but you know, like one of the best things about this also is that we're actually encouraged to do whatever we are passionate about. So for me, it's building houses in Cambodia. Uh, for one of my teammates, it's actually working with uh, high schools in, in the uh, Melbourne area. So he brings them into the office, they learn how to code. Uh, for another colleague, mm. he's the president of their triathlon club. Yeah. The fact that he runs a triathlon is amazing and I wanna be him, but you know, <laughs> and, and you know, but not only that, like you can also do it in whatever you want to do and you don't necessarily have to do it um, dur during your free time we're actually encouraged to use our work time for this so we get given 56 hours every year paid wow. to just go do whatever we're passionate about uh, so again some people go and volunteer to read at their schools uh, at their children's schools or for me, I get on a plane and I fly to Cambodia and I build a house. Wow, and yeah. it, it feels so baked in to everything that you do. Like it's in your DNA, Absolutely. it's within the culture. And you know, for some companies it's, it's seen as an afterthought or mm -hmm. a nice to have. So how do we get there? You know, how do we actually learn from, from what you've been able to do? Um, I, and and you, you raise a really good point. I, I think you know, as part of what we do is we have something called a V2 mom. So it stands mm -hmm. for uh, vision, uh, values, methods, obstacles, and measures. So mm -hmm. V2Mom. And what that does is that's how our CEO and the leadership that he has kind of trickles down what their vision is for the year, uh, what values they will hold on to as they drive towards that vision, what methods they're going to put in place to go deliver the vision, and then of course the obstacles they may face and what they're going to do to, me to measure the fact mm -hmm. that they're doing it correctly. The best thing about this is that volunteering and this whole one 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 model that we have is actually baked into that vision. Mm -hmm. So all of us throughout the every layer of the business actually has it. So I have it in my personal V2Mom. So we're all encouraged to write our own. So what's important to us? And so I have it in there and it's measured. 
So I have to actually put down the fact that I want to you know, spend 56 hours this year doing this. Mm. I want to, and this is how I'm going to do it. And my manager actually takes it seriously, and he will make sure that I'm measured to do it. Mm. So really yeah, it's actually, yeah, exactly. So very, exactly, very, very practical. And we recognize the fact that we're all busy people. Mm. While we have the greatest intentions, we get busy. Yeah. And so now that it's actually part of what we do, it becomes part of who we are. I love that. Yeah. And do the coconuts come with the job? <laughs> I'm feeling the coconuts you know, do? like I'm on a holiday. Yeah, what, tell so, me about this Ohana culture. <laughs> uh, it, it is fantastic. Uh, as you know, Ohana is the Hawaiian word for family. Mm. Uh, for Salesforce, Ohana actually means slightly more than that. Ohana is not just ourselves but and our immediate family, but our employees, so our colleagues, our partners that we work with, and our customers. And of course, all of them together make up the wider community that we belong in. And so these Ohana coconuts are here to remind us that you know, a constant reminder that, that we do have to take care of ourselves and the community we live in. In fact, these are our wellness coconuts, so we're actually encouraged <laughs> to take one. Uh, we write down about our wellness goals, so how we're going to take care of ourselves today. Uh, and this just keeps it front of mind, which I think is really, really important. I love that. Yeah. So I've got my coconuts ready to go. Yes, you should definitely grab one, <laughs> um, grab a coconut. This is and, awesome. you know, like, yo, whoa. all right. And then, of course, you know, the whole idea is that we have a drink. Think about how you're going to take care of yourself and what you're actually going to do to make sure that you get back in the world. Brilliant. Cheers. Cheers. Thank you Thank so you. much for joining us on you're Blue welcome. Notes. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Blue Notes On Air. Blue Notes On Air was produced by the Blue Notes editorial team with music by Kevin McLeod.